Greetings, everyone, and wishing you all the happiest Christmas. It is the Monday leading up to Christmas Sunday, and I feel incredibly privileged to bring this podcast as my final podcast, but also as an introduction to what at the pass actually means. So this is something quite big. It's a huge passion project for me. But there's so many wonderful people attached and involved to this. And I want you to meet them directly. So I'm going to start first with Chris Towers. Chris Towers, can you tell me a little bit about yourself first? Um, Hi, I'm Chris. Um, I'm the owner of a food PR agency called Food Story, um, based in Limerick, but working with businesses all across the country, um, everything from Michelin-star restaurants and food trucks to food producers and farmers. I love it, Chris. What an exciting uh, position to be in, uh, to get to meet all of these wonderful people in the industry that is our bread and butter. So terrific. Thanks, Chris. And over to Noel Murray, Dr. Noel Murray. Noel, can you tell me a bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, thanks, Tracy. And hi, everyone. Um, Yeah, so Noel Murray, I'm head of the Department of Tourism and Hospitality at Munster Technological University in Cork. So we uh, run a a range of full and part-time programs for specifically for people in the tourism and hospitality sector. Um, so I suppose we've been training chefs, we've been training hotel managers uh, here at MTU, which was previously CIT for, for the last 40 odd years. Um, so yeah, delighted to be involved in this initiative. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Noel. And what a fabulous space to be in to meet people at the start of the journey, because to be fair, hotel and catering in all of its guises, it's such a rewarding journey and lifestyle, isn't it? When done really well. Absolutely. And like the one thing we find with our graduates is like when they leave because of the skill set they're leaving with, because of the vibrancy of the industry, they're really progressing in their careers quickly. And they're finding it, you know, really rewarding because they can go into a particular area that they like to to focus on. So, yeah, I think there's never been such opportunity in many ways um, for people leaving the, for people graduating from these courses. Yes, how terrific to be able to say that, stand behind it and live it with them, which is terrific. And that's what we need. We need that positive feedback to keep us all on the the straight and narrow, especially when we listen to what's going on around us. So moving on to the fabulous Orla Byrne, Dr. Orla Byrne. Orla, who are you? (laughs) Hi, Tracy. Um, That's a good question. I'm Assistant Professor of Entrepreneurship at UCD. And basically that means that I teach entrepreneurship and I research entrepreneurship. At, um, so my teaching is at the undergrad level at Quinn School of Business and at MBA level at Smurfit. Um, and then my research has, I suppose, for the last 10 plus years been on looking at how people behind businesses navigate tough times. If um, businesses are in distress or if they have to close their businesses, how that process of transition happens for them and how they manage kind of the experience of what they've been through and also look to the future and trying to plan for the future so that's kind of where my research has been 
I I love that. I love that full circle approach as well, Orla, because sometimes business owners, when they set up their own business, there are occasions when they can't bring it to full fruition, as in there may be hurdles, uh, issues, whether it be uh, external, global, that uh, issues come into play a part. And so to think that there is life after that is really important. But also while in it, the entrepreneurship side, there's so much to it, isn't there? It's so much bigger than than just a menu, whether it, it it comes to a food menu, a drinks menu or a service uh, of some description that Cade Mila falls to. There's so many amazing um, areas within hospitality. So you take it all in from before, middle and end and after. Yeah, absolutely. And from a class when you're teaching it um, from that perspective, you know, you kind of look at the macro side and the ecosystem and get people to appreciate where their business happens in terms of the communities that they're embedded in and in an international stage and who are the partners around that they can work with. Um, and and yeah, we'd look at the very early stages and processes of startup and getting ideas together um, and then looking at growth phases and all of that's very exciting. And then, yeah, as you're saying, for a number of businesses, their initial plans don't work out. It's not to say that it's the end of their entrepreneurial career, but um, that initial idea or that platform or offering of an idea might need to be adjusted or changed or revised. And uh, yeah, we look at that kind of transition into the next phase beyond as well. Love it. How very progressive. And so we're here because we call ourselves At The Path. And so who shall I ask? Mm. Orla, I'm going to ask you first. At The Path, what does it mean for you? Mm. Yeah, it's it's hugely exciting for me, Tracy. It's, I suppose, the culmination of many years of my own research and thinking and conversations with an academic audience in this area, um, looking and mixing with scholars who are on very much an international basis, looking at some of these issues and kind of thinking what could be done for pe people and businesses as they kind of struggle and move into next phases. Um, and then based on our previous conversations as well, um, and identifying, you know, the challenges that were happening in the food, hospitality, drinks industry, um, and to try and see, well, how we can bring a, the best that we have together to try to address some of those challenges. So to, to have gone from very early stages, conversations and ideas to what the stage we're at now has been an incredible journey. Mm, love that, Orla. And Noel, for you, being involved with At The Pass, what does that mean for you? Yeah, Tracy. I mean, for, for me, when we look at the, the sector, I mean, there's a huge number of people employed in the sector in Ireland, uh, but there's also a huge number of people employed regionally. So I think that's really important. And for, for many people out there, their first jobs actually in school at part time level and when they're leaving school are in the sector. So it's it's just really disappointing, I suppose, to see so many businesses out there struggling um, because of the challenges they faced with COVID and now with the energy crisis and you know the cost of ingredients etc it's exceptionally challenging so for me this is a great opportunity to come together with with a group of, of like-minded people i would say who are who are trying to actually make a difference because too many businesses out there are struggling too many businesses are starting to fail and it's really going to have a dramatic impact in 
lots of lots of areas especially when we look at rural areas in ireland mm-hmm. where may have only one restaurant may have only one small you know hospitality offering and this it could like these these challenges could likely see them finish and that has that has a huge impact on lots of different things not just the business themselves so delighted to be involved because i think we have an opportunity here to make a difference and actually to support these people who are struggling Love that, Noel. Love it. And Chris Towers, what does it mean to you to be involved in At The Path? Um, It's huge for me, Tracy, because I think, look, my my business exists really on working with small and medium-sized businesses, but actually mostly small businesses. And I suppose speaking to the owners of those businesses on a daily or a weekly basis, you, you can just get a sense of the stress and the stresses that they are dealing with on a daily basis within the industry, having come through everything that they've come through over the last couple of years, and now kind of looking down the barrel of an extremely challenging 2023. And I think for us as a team and the other specialists that we're bringing into the project to deliver the workshops that we've planned, I think just... Just being able to use my expertise or my skills in some way to help benefit and safeguard an, an, an industry that I'm extremely passionate about, um, and also provides me with, you know, with um, with an income is is uh, hugely important. And it's as much about I think we we talk about businesses a lot. But it's it's looking at the individuals behind those businesses as well. And there's a lot of people struggling with lots of different issues, but also lots of common issues. And I think by providing something that, that really helps those people and kind of sets them on a, hopefully what, what will be an up, upward trajectory is, um, is something that I'm really keen to help deliver. Yeah, I love that, Chris. And and it's so important for At The Pass to come together right now in this moment, because the truth is, if you want to see change, you have to be the change. And I can safely say with the four of us as the, the collective group bringing all of this together, we are putting those words into play. And it gives me so much pride to think that we're able to do something like this for people in their most worried or, or their darkest moments. So I love that. I love all of your reasons for being here and all of your reasons for spurring this campaign on and bringing it to where we have it to today. And I should say that it's a webinar and a workshop and uh, the the webinar takes place on Monday, the 23rd of January. And if they go to atthepast.ie, they get all of the information there and they can sign up. And then the next one is a workshop where it's wrapping up a business and moving on because there's too many sides to this journey. And Orla, I remember when we spoke about what was involved you brought me on my journey so I had brought uh, Orla on my personal journey of closing my first business which was an award-winning cafe and by going through that with Orla not only did it bring me back there to a time that was absolutely frightening 
daunting. Uh, it, it threw so many curveballs in my direction, emotionally, mentally, physically, um, uh, through the business, not knowing enough, not knowing um, everything that was required and not having the dialogue, the experience, the knowledge and the awareness to actually put it into words and to work through it. And Orla, we did a full discovery of that mm. process with me. And that was quite healing, but it's many years yeah. on that I can say that. But you were the first person that I was yeah. ever able to delve into that time of my life with. So I have to say thank you for that. And I love that I'm here with you today, knowing all of that has happened for us two together. Yeah. Oh, Tracy, that's amazing that you said that. Thanks. Um, I guess because I'm involved in this from a research perspective, it's nearly second nature to me to talk about these issues. But if we think about the entrepreneurship, uh, the ecosystem and the landscape, and regardless of the sector in general, like we place so much focus on starting and growing businesses. Our whole infrastructure is driven towards it. And if, if that's kind of the, the kind of way most people think about entrepreneurship, then they're not allowing much space for people to share stories when things aren't going so great. And I feel that's nearly where I come in. And it's kind of funny because it's happened in, in many different ways and many, you, you know, I remember sitting at a table um, at a wedding with a group of people I'd never had, I, we didn't, my husband and I didn't know. And um, they were asking what I was doing and I was, saying, I was doing a PhD and they were asking what topic. And I mentioned, oh, I look at kind of how people recover from business failure and the table just went silent. And I was thinking, okay, so who around the table has this happened to? And then, you know, it was, gradually came out, you know, that there was someone at the table who this is, was their story and everything. And I was chatting to that person throughout the meal then and everything. And for, for that person, it was the same as you're saying, Tracy, that it had just been something that happened. Nobody had the right language. No one knew how to reach out. Um, quite often people just feel very awkward about it. You know, they don't know how to speak to someone who's had some kind of loss, never mind this type of loss. Um, and they think maybe the easiest thing is to not bring it up in case you upset the person. But for the person who has had, who has lost the business, we would see it as a loss. You know, it's such a significant part of their life, their identity, their passion, their money, their investment, their resources, their communities, their networks are all surrounded around these businesses. And then if they're struggling or if they've had to even close them, then that's a big loss to the person to try and process each of those individual components or dimensions of the of, of the whole thing. Um, and, and kind of we'd say that the recovery kind of happens when peace is made with each of those different dimensions. And, you know, the person has created a new sense of self and created a new identity and a new purpose and everything. But generally that doesn't happen overnight. So there is a processing required. And it can be difficult to kind of find somebody to speak to about it. And then it can be difficult for people surrounding someone in that situation to know how to reach out to them as well. So I love the word dialogue that you mentioned, because I think that's definitely a key component that's missing from the entrepreneurship story that we talk about and celebrate in the country. Yes. And it's funny. I remember when we spoke, Orla, we, we spoke about the stigma and you've just spoken about it there mm. as in the, the tough side of it and how difficult it is. And this was a huge part of bringing all this together. It was to create the correct language 
because sometimes we use the wrong mm. words to describe different things that have occurred to us or for us for whatever the reason may be. And so even being able to bring this to the, the forefront and having the correct dialogue around it, that's actually quite positive because it's OK to close your business if it's the right decision. It's a really great yeah. decision. And to be able to communicate yeah. that and give the tools and skills required to do that with grace and dignity, I think is so powerful for us. And then to catch them before that. So we're in a space where we're trying to catch before as well as dealing with the after. Yeah. And by catching before we get to assist and identify different areas within a business and bring the business owner on that journey to allow them to investigate what are the things they can do to best help themselves before they ever have to think about a closure. Because it's lovely to think that they can be in quite a positive space with our help. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what's critical there as well is is trying to assist people in making important decisions for them and their businesses. And, and the catching people before is, is really important as well, regardless of what the outcome of that decision is. It's very difficult to make a, a big decision if you're if you feel burdened by different things, if you've like the the economic circumstances at the moment, the energy crisis, etc. You know, you're exhausted coming up to Christmas, getting through that, all that kind of stuff. All of these things that we're talking about require decision making and changes, whatever the route they take. And it's just difficult to do that under the current kind of circ circumstances people are finding themselves in. Um, so by creating a space to a safe space where people can talk about these issues and see, well, what are the changes? How can those changes happen? What, how can we develop the change mindset? What would the barriers to change be? Um, how can we make the best decisions for us and for our businesses? Um, I think that's a great purpose and outcome from the workshops. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's just going to actually resonate with so many people. And I really hope that they take the time to listen to this podcast to understand that it's OK and it will be OK. No matter what happens, it will be OK. Um, and it's not an easy journey. But however, there are great people out there with great advice that will make an impact mm -hmm. and how lucky we are to bring that to life. And if I go back to Noel, Noel, you're in a very positive space in that you're in a position where you're training different age groups for an industry that we love and adore. How is all of this external information affecting the student base? Are you feeling it on site? Are your students feeling it that there's so much negativity out there? Yeah, Trace, so I suppose some of the stuff they're not picking up on. So like, you know, unless you're working in an individual business, you, you probably don't see that macro level piece at a, at a kind of student level but you know there are certainly the negativity and there has been lots of negativity around the sector as we all know um, and that has certainly impacted maybe enthusiasm enthusiasm subject enthusiasm for the sector uh, and to be fair a lot of improvements have been made um, I think uh, there's been a lot of new HR practices in place like a lot of people are getting a much better experience uh, when they work in the sector. I think that needed to happen. And I think most people in the sector would also agree with that. Um, but I don't think they probably, I suppose some businesses are struggling out there, but we really haven't seen the kind of implications of that at a, at a, a big level yet. I think that might come, unfortunately, because a lot of people are struggling. But I, I don't think they see that quite yet. 
they're all busy with their part-time jobs in the various restaurants, hotels, bars uh, around um, the region here. So I think for them, it's it's more about the industry being seen more positively because, you know, if you listen to any of the radio shows in the evening, if you listen to a lot of TV programs, there's still quite a bit of negativity talked about the sector and the challenges that they're facing. Um, but I think... 2023 is worrying, I think, I would think, and I think for us here as a group, it's worrying, and that's why we, we came on this journey together, because, you know, if you start to see more businesses failing, then that will ultimately have an impact on, on how people perceive the sector. I think you've hit something on the head there in particular about how we are portraying certain things regarding our fabulous industry, the hotel and catering industry at the minute through all types of media. And the more negative it is, the more of a dramatic long term um, negative impact it can have on the likes of where you are, Noel, um, and the students that come through, because we really do have an opportunity to create something very special here. And so with every recession, with every upheaval, there's always greatness that can come from it. So it's to maximise on capturing all relevant information, uh, uh, upskilling even further, understanding what's required, business plan reviews. There's so many different things that we can do to encourage anyone who's thinking about going into business. And I think that's another thing that we're able to do with this, that we're able to come from a really positive space, whether it is you're in a panic or a worry well then let's help you on that first webinar or Mm -hmm. you're in a position where I've decided to close and it's overwhelming well let's take care of you in the second uh, full day workshop and so I like the fact that your students haven't bought in too much to the deep negativity that's out there and I think that's really positive Noel and I'm delighted to hear it truly because I think there's something great to come from this position we're in at the minute. Yeah, and I suppose one of the key things that we've really been strong on is our links to industry. Um, we've really partnered well with so many, like I would say, fantastic, amazing people in the sector. And, you know, when we send our students on placement, for example, we'll only send them to where they're going to be mentored properly, where they're going to be developed properly, where people are going to take an interest in their development. So, like, I have to pay a lot of compliments to so many people out there who are very much part of that learning experience of our students. Um, so there, I think it's, it's, it would be remiss if it was not to stay positive. With every sector, with everything, there are always challenges. Um, but there's an awful lot of good happening out there. There's an awful lot of people doing really well. Um, and I think what we're doing here is saying, actually, there are some people that are struggling and we're, and we're looking to try and assist them. Um, so I think it's important to stay positive too with these things, um, because as you said, uh, everything is a cycle and things do turn around. Yeah, love that, Noel, truly. Um, Chris, you're perfect right in this exact moment, because I know how much you are such a big part of people's starting journey, but also in their new messaging journey. So whether they're bringing a new idea um, to life, you are a key player in that, which is such a positive space. Can you tell us just a little bit more about that? Because just going on from Orla, Orla and Noel, it's so important that we do keep our focus on how it can be a great space and how, yes, this is a challenge time but there are great things happening out there 
Yeah, the, there are so many amazing things happening within the industry. And I suppose in, in the role that, that I have within the industry, it's I I generally am only dealing with positivity um, and positive messages and new product launches and new restaurant openings. And, you know, my, my business was actually formed during the COVID pandemic. So a lot of the businesses that I've worked with were actually chefs that were working in hotels or restaurants that when COVID struck and they lost their jobs, they took that as an opportunity despite all of the kind of bad that was happening within the country and, and um, the issues that they were faced with. They, they, they took that as an opportunity to start their own business. And two years later or two and a half years later with some of them to see the journey and growth that they've experienced over, you know, 24 months is phenomenal in some cases. Um, and I suppose that's a really positive message to put out there to the group of people that are potentially going to be on the workshop and the webinar or considering joining um, or, or looking to find out more because there, there is life after a closure. Uh, you know, there are massive career development opportunities that we're obviously going to make them aware of and, and try and set them on the track uh, to, to succeed in and, and taking some of those paths. So I deal with a lot of positivity, but, but I suppose with this project in particular, there's, there's obviously a requirement for me to shine a light on some of the more well not negative aspects of the industry but to shine a light on an area that really does require help help and support from the media in terms of trying to get at the pass um known to the kinds of businesses and business owners that really would benefit from what it is we're looking to do um and i suppose anecdotally i, I was only having a conversation with a client last week who had actually had a recent conversation with a business owner who had um, very publicly closed a number of outlets. And when she asked that individual um, what process they went through before making the decision to close, uh, it became apparent that he didn't have the help, support or guidance we're potentially going to be able to provide um, to help him find a different room. And, you know, I think by, by, by the sounds of it, he, he had uh, the advice of one individual and kind of took that as gospel, didn't really explore any other options and closed three businesses as a result. And I suppose the, the, other, the other thing I wanted to mention is uh, – at, at the minute, we're seeing a lot of business closures on social media and people are online and they're going onto their Instagram account and yet another business has announced its closure. And then that's all you hear. That business closes, it kind of, uh, they don't post anymore. And so it does feel neg very negative from that point of view because their journey after closure isn't tracked it's not publicized. They're not really giving updates on, well, actually, I see it as a really positive thing. I've had to close three shops, but this is what I'm doing three months later. It's kind of like a closed book. 
and, and what we're trying to do with that your past is obviously create a forum and a community and a safe space for these people to be able to communicate with their peers feel a part of something feel supported and understood and recognized and um, that that just even just that sense of belonging and not 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 feeling alone and like you you're fighting this battle on your own is is going to be a massive thing that we're going to be able to provide people with before we even start really giving them the guidance that, that, that could set them on a, on a really positive path I love that, Chris. And I think that is a beautiful uh, message to, to leave on as in who do you think can benefit the most out of this, what it is we're doing at the pass? And you've just hit the nail on the head. And Noel, you're, you're leaving message to everyone listening. What would it be? Why is at the pass so important for them? Yeah, I think, Tracy why it's so important for them is it's an opportunity to go into a safe space and actually talk about the issues and the challenges that others have faced, are facing, and look at possible solutions. I think when we, uh, I think Orla mentioned it there, it's, it's a very lonely place for people when they're faced with such a, a pro, you know, it's such a challenge with their own business, which they've given everything to. So this is an opportunity to look at potential pathways to improve that situation or actually to find a, a safe space to discuss kind of the future and how you might go about that. So I think it's really important to think about the people here and that this is people focused and, and trying to help them in, I suppose, as our tagline said, in their hour of need. Love it. Thank you, Noel. That's absolutely terrific. Orla Byrne, what's your lasting message to anyone listening in? Why must they come on board to At The Pass? Yeah, thanks, Tracy. I guess I completely echo everything that Noel and Chris have said as well. Um, but just to add, you know, we've got really fantastic speakers lined up for the various sessions. Um, and they, everybody that I've spoken to and the team here on the podcast has spoken to, I would say are as passionate about this almost as us. With many lending their time pro bono um, are definitely at reduced rates as well because they uh, really believe in this and they really want to give back and recognize uh, how important these businesses and these business owners are to all of us, to the enrichment of our lives, our communities, our professional ways, our towns, our, our cities. With, without this industry, really, our lives would be a lot, um, a lot sadder and a lot less enjoyable. And that these are, are, are places that we all come to celebrate and to enjoy and to share. And these, these um, service providers, the speakers on all the spectrums from finance to strategy turnaround to PR to employment law to psychotherapy to career development to sleep coaching to Good health, you know, the whole range, as you've mentioned, are up. The information is up on the website. Um, but but you're getting an incredible suite of of positive forces and energy upskilling and, and kind of thinking and support for a fiver. So it's an it's an incredible offering, I would say. And I think it's going to be a really, really positive um, empowering kind of day. And I'm really looking forward to the events myself as well. Love it. 
Orla, thank you. And thank you for bringing us on the journey of all of the other um, uh, uh, guest speakers. And I love the fact that you highlighted that so much of this is pro bono, mm-hmm. that we as a as a steering committee, the, the four of us here, it's fully pro bono because of that passion, because it is up to us to be the difference and make the difference and to see the change. We have to be the change and to be amongst all of you is such a privilege and an honor for me and to be able to do this for anyone and everyone and if it's just one person well Jesus haven't we done an amazing job but I know it's going to be so much more than that and Orla I know that was a sentiment from you at the very beginning to to get to talk to one person going through this that in itself will be immensely rewarding and we're going to go above and beyond because this podcast is going to bring everyone with us on that journey they're then going to jump over to www.atthepast.ie where they can register immediately for either or both because both will be incredibly rewarding and so full of information that is vital you will learn so much regardless of what end of the spectrum you're on and even if you don't have a business it would be incredibly beneficial to come on this journey to understand potentially what it's like because the ups and downs are inevitable. Running a business is incredibly challenging. So you would be incredibly rewarded from all of this. And so if anyone has anything else they'd like to say, jump in quick before I say goodbye and wish everyone a really happy Christmas. Um, can I just say something? Um, I, I, I said it to somebody, I was one of the speakers I was speaking to before as well. Um, I really think we can learn a lot from the punk movement, you know, the DIY movement and element of punk, you know, where you, you come together, you share resources, whatever you have. Um, and by pooling those resources, you can really elevate others around you and create opportunities. Um, and I really think there's a strong punk DIY kind of ethos behind what we're trying to do as well. Um, and I think, yeah, it can definitely be a force for good and elevate those who come on the journey with us. Love it, Orla. I'm, I'm happy to be in that uh, punk group with you. <laughs> so Chris, Noel, Orla, thank you all so much for taking the time out on Christmas week to talk about what it is we are sharing together and how this journey is of immense value to anyone that needs it. And we are here for them. So with no further ado, get out of here, you filthy animals. And thank you all so very much. Happy Christmas, everyone. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Cheers.